Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 2. Minute two. Hey everyone, it's Dan again. Welcome to um, episode two of The Last Slumber Party Minute. Let's dive right in, shall we? The first minute was the great rock and strains of First Strike song, Just a Nightmare. As a crazy guy, you can tell by his wild, wild look in his eyes, scar on his forehead, and his, his male pattern baldness, um, which he's trying to hide. Um, I'm glad he puts the thing over his head, like the cap, the, the OR cap scrubs cap over his head because it's a strange look he's he's doing with his, his baldness there but he is yeah he's he's stealing some scrubs in a, in a hot, uh, operating room and someone is about to enter the room or something we'll find out as we watch here or as, as you listen and um he's got a scalpel in his hand at the ready let's listen <laughs> This is another fun minute. Well, we've only had two minutes, and both the minutes have been fun. I wouldn't lead you astray. Yes, I know, we covered Night of Horror uh, minute by minute, and I thought we had a good time. But regardless, shh, shh, shh. Be good, be good. So, th- there is one credit that comes up in this minute. Executive producers Bill F. Blair and Betty S. Scott. About 38 seconds in. That's obviously B&S production. And don't say BS production. I don't want to hear it. Or do I want to hear it? Not really. So, uh, so we got Susie is the main focus of this. She lives in a huge, well, much, much larger than my house. Actually... No, I was going to say, like, I had friends in high school and stuff who had houses that were this large. Not my family. We had a modest split level. But I, I've told you about my hidden room in the, in the split level. But this is a pretty hefty-sized house. And Susie has, like, the main room at the front of the house, like, right in the center. And there's, like, a little sort of awning roof uh, right underneath it with a, a sharp tilt to it which will come into play as we discuss here. So, uh, what is the ending of the scene in the operating room? The person just leaned in to click off the light. And so it goes to darkness when the light is clicked off. And then we cut to, and I forget what they're called. I want to, pardon me, I want to say they're called, were they things? Those strange kind of um, vehicles? I believe in... um, 
uh, cannibal ferox. Make them die slowly. They drive one of these. It was one of those things. It was it. It was supposed to be that you could you could literally like just take it apart and then put it back together again. That was how it was constructed. But you basically see three guys, three. Uh, 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 I, I, you know, I'm not going to judge him yet. I'm not going to judge him yet. It looks like there are about three guys in there. And it kind of goes up on the curb, and they wave to Susie, and Susie is looking out her window. It's 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 great that they, they caught Susie right as she was looking out her window. And <clears throat> when it cuts from them up to Susie looking out her window, we get the first... Well, first off, Susie, until she screams, we don't actually see her scream. She, she Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. But Susie looks a little dazed. Uh, we'll meet a gal in a few minutes who has big rings under her eyes and looks a little off throughout, which is why I love her so. But yeah, Susie looks a little dazed, like she's been hitting whatever it is, the Valiums that the, the kids hit in the... Well, I don't know what I, the kids... I, I, if this, this is a copyright 88, I was 15. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Susie is much older than 15. I'm sure everyone in this film is much older than 15. Um, but we'll talk about what year of high school this is supposed to be set in as as we get deeper into the movie and it is a high school film so there may be high school stories related to this which is part of the fun which is one of the reasons why i i chose this rather than winter beast because i've never fought uh, you know stop motion animation chicken monsters Mm -hmm. so we get the first of our weird makes you think that everyone is high edit lags where hey Susie and they drive by and we'll go up in the curb and they drive away and then you could see an image at the top of the screen in the window and then it cuts to her and she's watching them go away and then her hand goes up kind of like a wave not not a wave like a wave like in a stadium but like a wave but they're gone already Susie they're gone you should have waved early you should have gone hey guys and she's just like, eh. And at that point, I get confronted by my next weird thing about this this minute. There's a lot of weird things that go on in this movie. And when I can get to the point, like I said, where I can tell my story of how I discovered this movie, because it took a while, I will. Probably not going to happen this minute. Might happen. No, probably won't happen the next minute either. Well, uh, let's we carry on. So there, there, so there's an interesting moment where you see Susie uh, head on, and 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 her her left hand she has a ring, on her ring finger, which means she's married. And I thought Susie's married. Who are those guys? Isn't her husband going to be pissed? She does seem to have the the point of place. Does that does that mean anything? The the main um, uh, bedroom right there. Uh, and I do I do do you notice that? It, there's an interesting thing. Uh, can we dis- can we discuss foliage, my friends? Would you would you join me for a moment while we discuss foliage? I don't think we've discussed much foliage on these. Isn't it weird when you see the shot of Susie way up high uh, on top of the screen, silhouetted? There are she's above the front door, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get away from the mic. I'm sorry. I was I was being intimate, and then I was I was being too loud. There we we can still be intimate, my friends. And there are there's a light on either side of the front door, but there are huge like shrubs blocking them, so the lights don't really do much. And I'm not sure 
what that what's that about you know what what, what that's about that uh, seems a little strange to me but you know having said that that's the least of our our things for this minute so so she has she's got the uh, she's married and and then and then it cuts to behind her and I'm, I'm just looking at it right now just to make sure i got this right so you see you can hear it there Susie, and then it cuts to her and then she waves with her right hand and her left hand is is on the sill so you can see it and then almost completely breaking the 180 degree rule but it doesn't matter in a film like this we're suddenly behind her in there and she sits down at uh, at a nearby sort of vanity type thing she's combing her hair and you see a uh, brushing her hair and you see that she has a ring on each of her ring fingers and i thought huh well my first thought was well actually no t- taking that back when she when when the camera cuts behind her she lowers her right hand that she just waved with and you could see a finger on it a finger on it yeah you could see a finger on it god i'm an idiot you could see a ring on that finger her ring finger and my first thought was it got reversed the film got reversed but i'm looking at it i'm thinking this can't be film we saw film in the last minute when this guy shoots film it looks like he i don't know it, it looks like he 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 took the negative and rubbed it on his dog. Th- this looks okay. This is not gonna, you know, this is not the searchers, which is always my go-to for high def. But this looks much better. So I'm thinking this is video, but it it ain't it ain't video video. It's something's been done to it. Some some sort of. That's what made me think in the last minute that maybe it was transferred to film and then transferred back. I, it doesn't make sense, and that would cost more money than probably the entirety of the budget of the film. But this this clearly must be some sort of video. It looks like it looks a bit like the night brings Charlie, which I think was probably shot on video and transferred to film. But bits of this are already on film. Maybe he shot some portions on film, transferred them to video. And then had to. I'm just. I'm blue sky in here, and transfer them to video, and then something fell apart, and then he couldn't shoot the rest until later, and then he shot it on video, but transferred everything, including the film that he transferred to video, back over to film. I said this is convoluted. I'll, I'll I'll get back to this again when we see more more film stocks here or stock. Uh, but this looks like video to me. This can't this can't be the same guy who shot the OR sequence that looked like. Uh, it, it it looked like he you know like he he took a wig and scraped it across the negative you know and and this looks much cleaner much nicer so um i thought she was reversed she sits down she starts brushing her hair she's got the rings on both both hands and i'm thinking what is that was that something gals did in the 80s i didn't really pay attention to sort of rings and jewelry in the 80s i was just i just i i wanted to kiss a girl I, that took a long time longer than you'd think and i don't know that we're going to get into that story cuz all the guys in here this movie, apart from science, are players. And science is up to something of his own. But but no, she sits down and she's combing her hair and something. And all I could think was like, was is that does that mean something? Is that like a code? Is that like all I could think of was cruising? Like, you know, you put a uh, the hanky in your back your right pocket, that means this. You put it in your left pocket, that means this. You put a blue hanky here, that means that. You put it up here, that means that. You put it over here, that means that. Now, having said that, that's probably the last time you're gonna hear a movie like Cruising mentioned um in uh, respect to Last Slumber Party. Um, and yes, I was as confused as Al Pacino was during that sequence. Um, because as you go along, you, you'll realize that the vast majority of the cast of Cruising wouldn't 
wouldn't feel at home with these characters. Mm, that's if there was a Cruising Last Slumber Party crossover. I don't know. Actually watching the film, we'll, we'll get into it as we go, but actually watching the film, I, I it, it's just it's just so foolish to me. Uh, some of the stuff they say as it goes along, and I hope it doesn't offend. I, I don't mean to offend anyone, but this one gets goofball as we go. And, um, yeah, so, and she she's brushing her hair, and all of a sudden, the killer, who kind of looks like he's soaking wet or sweating, pokes his head up. He's on, he's on that little incline right outside her window. How'd he get there? How'd he get there? Wouldn't the guys have seen some strange guy in, in like, light blue scrubs creeping along a, a window? Again, it's Last Slumber Party. It doesn't matter. How do you get those scrubs on? You know, they just appeared on him in the first minute there. But, yeah, and suddenly he's peering in, and you're like, how did he get there? And she screams, but you don't see her scream. She kind of, like, goes to scream, and it cuts to him. And it cuts to him in the, I don't have a name for this shot yet. I used to call it the kitchen scalpel scare. Um, uh, just to myself and my dogs. But uh, it's... It's 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 interesting. If if you know the movie, you know the shot. It's basically the killer is holding the scalpel, which has a couple drops of blood on it, right in the camera lens, and he's moving towards you, staring right at the camera, and the camera's backing up, and he's moving towards you, and and you could tell from behind him that wherever he is, he's nowhere near that room, and we can discuss where he actually is when we get there. But, but it's just the shot that we might see a few more times in the movie. And then it immediately cuts to, um, uh, she screams, and then it's the guy, and then, oh, he ran when I scream. Which seems weird, because it's, it looks like he, he's, he's not on a, like a, a, um, like a ledge, like a roof, like a, like a, a slanted roof, uh, portion there jeez i don't build houses what what is it called just a little bit of roof jutting out there it he's not he's clearly like in a room in that shot when he's walking towards her i'm thinking is this like does he have some sort of power like some sort of surreal power like boonwell wished he was this surreal you know dolly wished he was this surreal you know and because it, 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 it's yeah it is you see him on the ledge you're like how did he get there she she goes to scream suddenly he seems to be in a room nowhere near her and then suddenly you get the executive producer credit the cops are pulling up and she's out in the front of the house saying he ran when i screamed oh hell yeah and the minute ends with the cop on the thing and another cop kind of going around the side towards the garage and that's the minute folks i'm yeah let's um <sighs> yeah. Let's hear this. Mm-hmm. 